What if one of your family's holiday traditions could change a person's life? InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is back to learn about the Christmas jar. Roy? Thanks again, Chris. Jason Wright is a political and public policy consultant, and he's written a book called, appropriately enough, Christmas Jars. Jason, just what exactly is a Christmas jar? A Christmas jar is an empty glass jar, maybe a pickle jar, a mayonnaise jar, a peanut butter jar, or whatever, that when you're done with it, you clean it out nice and squeaky clean, put it on your counter, and then every day at the end of the day, you take the spare change that you generate from life, and you drop it in that jar, and you let it accumulate slowly and surely. And at the end of the year, or as Christmas approaches, what happens? That's the best part. On Christmas Eve, you sit down with your family or whomever, and you think, who could we give this jar to that could benefit? Maybe they have a financial need. Maybe they just need to know that someone cares about them, that someone's been thinking about them for a few seconds every day for all year. And you hand the jar off to them. Maybe you do it anonymously, which is what I prefer. Maybe you go down to your local park or bus station somewhere downtown and find someone who is maybe carrying their whole lives on their back. You hand them the jar, and, and off you go, and you do it again next year. I would think just that part of choosing the recipient might be the hardest part. It is tough. There are so many folks that are worthy of such a blessing on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. But I think if you sort of look around your school, look around your church, maybe up and down your own street, wherever you live, eventually someone will pop out. Someone's needs will sort of pop out, make themselves known to you. And my guess is that most folks will find a good family to settle on. Does anyone know where this whole concept of the Christmas jar started? Well, I suppose that folks have been doing something like this for a long time. Two years ago, my wife and I experimented sort of with this tradition. We were looking for something new and exciting that our kids could get involved in, the sort of tradition that would work so well that we'd want to pass it down from generation to generation. So we experimented with it. We put a jar on the counter. We filled it with change over the course of a couple of months, and then we gave it away on Christmas Eve two years ago and had such a great experience, such a powerful experience. My kids, I know, will never forget that night. Now, you have a website called ChristmasJars.com. Maybe you can share one or two stories of people who have started Christmas Jars. Sure. Probably the most special story to me is of a young man out west who had cancer and had been undergoing chemotherapy and radiation for about a year when his family got a knock on the door on Christmas Eve last year, and they scurried to the door and they opened it up, and there are two giant glass jars. They count the money, and it's almost $400 total. And a little note that says you can do whatever you want with this money. Pay hospital bills, have yourselves a nice Christmas, whatever you want to do. We just wanted you to know that we're thinking about you and this this real challenge your family is being faced with. But the young man didn't want to keep the money. Of all the things he could have done, he said to his folks, why don't we replace some of the gross toys down at the hospital at the cancer center with new toys? Hmm. They went to Toys R Us and spent that money on someone else. That, to me, is the spirit of Christmas. That's the spirit of the Christmas jar. You know, you mentioned doing this with your kids. This seems like just a terrific teaching opportunity with your children. It is. You know, I think our kids tend to think of Christmas as a 24-hour holiday. Shoot, I think a lot of adults think of Christmas as a 24-hour holiday. And by the end of the day, you're moving on to something else. And for us, in our family at least, this has been a way to think of Christmas at least for a few seconds every single day of the year since that first jar two years ago. We've been doing it now every day. I come home. In fact, just a minute ago, I walked in the front door, took my change out of my pocket, dropped my change from 7-Eleven in the jar, and the kids come running to see how much is there. They get very involved and they're very excited about it. And just for a few seconds every day, we think about someone else. You mentioned when you explained this initially that you give these gifts anonymously ordinarily. Why is it so important, do you think, to keep that secret? 
I just personally think that's the best kind of charity. For one, I think it allows you to pass that person in the hallway at school or at the store or at church or work and know that they don't know the secret. There's just something sort of magical about knowing that you did something without needing to be patted on the back. So much of charity today, it seems, is writing a big check to a school and having your name put on the auditorium or giving a lot of money to a foundation and having it named after you. And I suppose that there's a place in the world for that. But this idea of sort of giving anonymously, giving because you see a need, not because you need to be rewarded, I think that's kind of special. And for our family, and I know a lot of folks that have emailed me over the last year, it's been a lot to them, too. Jason Wright, the author of the book, Christmas Jars. Thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack. Honored to be here, sir. Thank you. For InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. We're proud to bring you InfoTrack every week at this same time, and we hope you enjoy the show. To learn more about this or previous InfoTrack shows and guests, visit us online at TalkZone.com. The people behind InfoTrack include executive producer Randy Meyer, reporters Taryn McCall and Roy Mackey, engineer Robert Sark, and our announcer Charlie Van Dyke. Internet services by Pear.com. I'm Chris Whitting. We'll see you next week right here for another edition of InfoTrack.